when you are a medium and you connect with spirit on the other side, you have to have all of your clair senses fine-tuned. Because in mediumship, there isn't a lot of room for error. There's just not. I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. Listen to your intuition, to quit your slave job, to be brave enough to figure out how to serve your sacred purpose. Welcome back to the Silver Lake Priestess Podcast. This is your host, Jamie Black. How are you? Today, I would like to call our attention towards the fact that sometimes really painful things happen to us or in our life for us to awaken to a different path or to awaken to different skills that we may have or just awakens a part of our self that hasn't been activated yet. Oftentimes when we start doing our thing, it becomes obvious that we've always been good at that thing. And other people will say, oh, I mean, I've always known that you were good at that. And of course you were going to do that. But it's not always super obvious to us. And we have to go through the trials and the hardships of life to learn these things about ourselves. So the woman that I'm going to interview today is a friend of mine. We waitressed together many years ago. And I happened to be around during the time in her life when spirit started speaking to her very clearly. And because I'm into this kind of stuff, because I've been into this kind of stuff for a really long time, I'm usually the person in my friend's life that they ask me about this kind of stuff. If they need a healer or if they need a reading or if they need a class or they have some kind of special spiritual story that they need somebody to understand, they'll come and tell me about it because I'm into it. So I was around when my friend Barbara Standish first started getting very clear messages from spirit that were obvious to her that they weren't something that she was just kind of imagining or just experiencing inside of her own head. And so I got to witness this almost like manifestation of her gift. Now, I was already saying that once we are fully living in our gift, we realize that it has always been with us. So... Barb has realized that she's always been psychic, and it makes tons of sense. But in the beginning stages of it, it, there was a lot of discovery and questioning, and anyway, I got to be around for it, and I got to have um, practice sessions with her, and I just, I learned a lot from her experience and from her growing into her gift, and she 
does such an amazing service for people, and she has really helped me out with the same service before. I am someone who has gone to mediums before when I had a loved one pass. My first experience with the medium happened when I didn't really have <clears throat> when I didn't really have anyone on the other side. But I was going for a healing, and this is just a side story, but I was going for healing and the woman was doing I forget what they call it now, but she was working with a doctor who used to be someone that she worked with in real life, and then the doctor passed, and then she started doing healings with this doctor assisting her who was now in spirit or on the other side, as sometimes we say. And so I had a powerful experience with her, and I had other friends who had had people losing loved ones, and it was happening just uh, very often during this certain time in my life. And so I was bringing all of these friends of mine to see this woman, to see this medium, and I was experiencing through them how powerful it was for them to be able to have contact with their loved one that was now in spirit. And so during the beginning stages of uh, Barb talking to spirit and doing readings for others, I had had a friend pass, and then just last year around this time, I had had another friend pass, and it was really important for me to be able to contact him. He was contacting me, and that happens to some of us as well. It's when we have someone who has passed that we have a very strong connection with, and they're making contact with us. We start to realize maybe that we have those gifts or where those gifts are and how to start working with them. But since the gift is not refined, it's not very easy for us to just communicate back and forth or to be really clear on the message that we're receiving. So I went and had a session with Barb so that I could have some clearer communication with my friend. And so today I have Barb and our interview on the show for you, and I'm very excited to introduce you to psychic medium Barbara Standish. And this episode is called Not All Psychics Are Mediums, But All Mediums Are Psychics. And this is really just a conversation that Barb and I used to have. It's something that Barb has said to me before, and we talk about it in the show. So I'll just take you right over to the interview. Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I'm Jamie Black, and I am here with Barbara Standish from the Cosmic Office. Yay! Hi, Jamie. Hi. Welcome, Barb. Having me. So, so excited to have you here. So, um, many of you watching might already know Barb. So, Barb and I have been friends for many years, and we. We worked our slave jobs together many years ago in the in the world of waitressing, and um, so we've been we've been friends throughout um, these journeys that we've been going on. And Barb is a psychic medium, and I'm excited to have her on the show because we want to talk about the work that she does. But really, how did she transition into that work? How did she realize that that's what her calling was? And I was around for. Um, the beginning stages of it, and so 
Anyway, I'm just, I'm Sue, I love you so much, Barb, and, and I'm so excited to have you here on the show. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. I love you, too. Yeah, you're so welcome. So, um, how are you? I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Welcome. I'm good. I'm good, too. I've been a little under the weather, so trying to, um, you know, this is so much fun anyway, so just, you know, it's kind of bringing my energy up just being here. So, okay, so, um, you know, I was sharing about you on Instagram, and I was sharing a post that you had posted the other day about the Cosmic Office, and I, of course, know what the Cosmic Office is, and so it was totally funny to me, and I kept watching it and posting it, but um, why don't you tell us about the Cosmic Office? Okay. Yeah. I would love to. Thank you. Yes. Um, The Cosmic Office is really something that came one day. I had a client um, call me and let me know that um, something I had told her had come true. And she left me a message and I got off the phone and I said to myself, well, hmm, that's a good day at the Cosmic Office. And then I thought to myself, "Hmm, I should make that my Instagram. And so then I did that. And then I thought, well, hmm, I wonder if people think that's the name of my business you know, like they come to the cosmic office, but actually the cosmic office is the other side. It's whatever you want to call that other dimension. That's what I call the cosmic office because that's where I go to do my work. And um, it's not a physical place that a person goes to have a reading with me. It's a spiritual place that I go to connect with spirit and information. So that's just my silly sense of humor that I call it the cosmic office. So I hope everybody knows that that's kind of a joke um, because that's how I am. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so funny. Um, I like it. I totally Thank like it. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I would love to know a little bit about your journey and your work. Um, you know, sometimes, well, so, so many times, you know, when we finally step into doing the work that we are meant to do and serving our purpose and all that, when we start to realize, oh, um, we have that experience of like, oh, well, I mean, I've always been this way. That makes so much sense. Like, I've always been this way. But I would love for you to tell us the story of how this happened for you and how you started doing the work that you're doing now. Okay. I would love to. Thank you, Jamie. Um, I lost... Uh, my high school boyfriend, high school sweetheart turned into my husband and we had split up. Um, but a few years later he got sick and then many years later he died. And when he died, I couldn't, um, handle the fact of not being able to see him again. And it was too hard on my heart. And, I remember I told you and you said you should go see a medium and I thought, hmm, I never thought about that. So I did and I went and saw the woman that you suggested and what I got from that session was that he was right there. And so I just started talking to him on a regular basis and then about a year later, I heard him talk back and I thought, is that him or am I making that up? And I thought, well, I don't care because it makes me feel better. And so I kept communicating with him, and then I heard him talk to me. And then about a year after that, a friend's mother came to me in the shower. And I was getting ready to go to a funeral for my neighbor, Martita, who was 92. And I was thinking about a friend's mother that lived in Northern California. 
and I had said a prayer for her a few days before, and I was thinking of her, and I thought I should say a prayer for her today at church. And I was in the shower, and right when I had that thought, she came to me as energy, just as other energy I felt, and she said, it's okay, sweetie, you said a prayer for me. Now, I'm in the shower with wet hair and a razor in my hand, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I called my friend in Northern California, and the information that she had conveyed was true. And so I began doing a few test readings, and I didn't tell anyone because I didn't want to come out with this big information that I was a medium if it wasn't true. So I did a whole bunch of readings, and I came to find out that it was, it was a solid connection, and I was able to tap into that. And then as soon as I started doing the medium work and you just kind of look at things differently um, is when I realized I've been psychic my whole life. I was like, oh, I've been psychic my whole life because this is how I look at things. Um, and so that was kind of that realization. And I just, I went for it because I've always been known as the advice giver. I've always been that person my whole life. So that didn't, wasn't surprising to me because I've always known what people need. And now that makes sense to me. It's because I know what they need. You know what I mean? So it's been a really great journey and I just delved right in and went for it. And um, it's been incredibly satisfying because, I, you know, I'm a healer. When I do my mediumship, it really warms people's hearts. When I do psychic work, people come to me with questions that are kind of heavy in nature, like, you know, should I stay with my partner and things like that. So I'm very appreciative of the seriousness of my work and the fact that I am like a helper. That's what I consider myself, helper, healer. Yeah, definitely. And I've had a few readings with you because when we were practicing in the beginning. Yes, you, you were the first person I told that I was actually had these gifts because I didn't want to tell everyone because everyone was going to, you know, and I knew that you would be open and receptive to that information and not think that I was, you know, Crazy. off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what is, okay. So, well, I'll just let you tell us. So what, so what do people come to you for? Like, what is the work that you do? What, how, mm-hmm. So, you know, I called this episode, not all mediums are, not all psychics are mediums, but all mediums are psychics. And that's from a conversation that we have had a number of different times. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you want me to tell about, about that little thing? Okay. So, um, all psychics are medium. I mean, not all psychics are mediums, meaning you can have a psychic gift, but you may not have the ability to connect to the other side. But when you are a medium and you connect with spirit on the other side, you have to have all of your clair senses fine-tuned. Because in mediumship, there isn't a lot of room for error. There's just not. It's not easy for spirit to communicate sometimes. It's hard for me sometimes to understand what they're saying because my job is perception. Um, so, you know, that can be... That's something that you can't, you can't make mistakes when you do mediumship. You, you just can't because you lose your client and then they're not making the connection with their loved one. So when you do mediumship and you have to have your skill of clairvoyance because that's how spirit talks and your skill of, you know, clairsentience and all that, claircognizance, 
you have to fine tune all those skills when you do mediumship. And so that's why psychic work is extremely easy because all of those skills that I use in mediumship are fine tuned. And so the psychic work is very easy. I always say that when you have a medium reading, we are connecting with spirit. When you have a psychic reading with me, we are connecting to information. I don't blend my readings. Um, you know, if you come to me for a psychic reading and spirit comes knocking, I don't answer. I ignore them. And I tell people that because I know a lot of people have a misconception of, oh, she's a medium and she's going to tell me that so-and-so's around me. No, that is incorrect. I don't blend that two thing because mediumship is very, very intense. And it's usually for people who need healing. Whereas the psychic work isn't as intense. Um, I mean, sometimes things get brought up from the past that are kind of intense but it's more about the present and helping someone now. So, you know, if they have a question about their job or their love life, that's not as intense as connecting to spirit on the other side. So a lot of people are afraid of mediumship, and I get that. Um, it all comes down to what you believe and if you have that belief. If you have that belief and you've lost someone and you want to talk to them, that's what I do. Um, and then, you know, if you have a question for the universe, anytime you say, well, gosh, I wonder, blah, blah, blah. That's when you should call me <laughs> uh, because I can help. <laughs> so that's kind of the difference um, in the work. I hope I answered your question right. Yeah. Um, so can anyone do this work? What do um, I believe so. The psychic stuff or the medium stuff? Well, either. Because I think that's a question also. Um, you know, I've learned so much about what I believe in mm -hmm. from, from having, from mediumship, really, from communicating right. with the other side, from feeling them on the other side, and then from the information that they're passing. You know, when it's happening, when you're in it, it's not just, you don't really have the opportunity to just decide if you think that this is real or not. Like, when it's real and it's happening, you can feel it. You just, you oh yeah, you're it. just in the moment. Yeah. yeah, you and you feel the person. There's no mistake that it's that person that you're talking to, mm -hmm. um, and so just ha just having that experience has taught me so much. And I wasn't going into it with any disbelief or trying to figure out if I believed it, but I, I, that was like the result of me having that. And um, I think that people ask people when I ask those questions, or if people are starting to learn tarot cards, or if people. Um, you know, they're getting more in touch with their own psychic abilities because we all have it. It's just all totally different degrees. But, you know, there is right. a question of like, well, can I learn how to do it also? So what do you say? I believe so. And what I believe is, you know, we are all born with this ability. And the thing that makes you able to do the work is to open up yourself open up your heart, open up your mind. All those things that you think you know, put, just put those to the side. Not knowing anything and being kind of naive is really the way to just go into it because then you just are in the experience rather than having an expectation. Does that make sense? Um, so in order, like I believe everyone could do this and how you would get there is to just meditate and then trust your intuition you know faith is the belief 
Your intuition is a belief. You know what I mean? Does that make sense, Jamie? Okay, thank you. I don't want to ramble. <laughs> um, well, it makes sense to me, but also don't, you know, feel free to, feel free to over-explain because, you know, the audience is listening and they might not know. Hi, audience. Yeah, hi, everybody that's listening. Thank and you so much for listening, everybody. Yeah. And hi, mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> Um, okay, so people ask me these questions sometimes about tarot readings, and so I would just like to ask you, does the client have to be in your presence for you to do the reading? Because I know that you no. do over the phone, and I know that you do other types of readings, and, and I also know the concern sometimes with, with a client. So what do you have to share with people about that? A lot of people like to read in person, which I totally appreciate because there's a vibe, there's an energy. I understand all of that and I don't dissuade anyone from coming and having a reading in person. I like to work on the phone because, you know, the certain things that I have to worry about, like my house and myself and all, I don't have to worry about that when I'm on the phone, you know? Um, but the reason that phone readings are effective is because I'm a psychic, I'm a clairvoyant. So the information that I look at to answer your question is in my head. It's not attached to you. And I think that a lot of people think that when they come and have a reading, they have to be here because I'm gonna pick up things on them. But really, mm. that's my intuition. My intuition picks up things about you and your person. My psychic gift is when I close my eyes and I go to a different place. So that information has nothing to do with you sitting in front of me. Everything that I can read off of you when you're sitting in front of me is intuitive. And when people come to me, I'm not here to be intuitive for you. I'm here to be psychic. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, that's why. Yeah. That's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so I just... I don't, you don't have to, I hope that makes sense that like you don't have to be sitting right here. Yeah. Because when I close my eyes and I look at your life, nobody's in my brain except for me. <laughs> yes, I understand that. And I didn't understand about doing readings myself until I started doing readings on the phone. I used to do everything in person and I started working someplace and... Just one day they were like, you have a call, you know, you have a call on line one. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, and so I got thrown into it and had to um, just do the reading that way. And, and it's, it's true for me, actually, it's a bit less distracting because the person is not there, you know. Right. And they're not looking at you and like with your eyes closed. And it is, it is better because you have more focus. You're not as distracted by all of the things that are going on with them and, and how they're breathing and how they're thinking and all of that. You're still picking up on the things that you need to otherwise. And it's the same. I'll do um, readings with people like this, like uh, through video, people that like can't, can't be with me in person and want to have this experience. And um, I do feel like I have access to more of my own energy, to be honest, when they're... Oh, I feel like it's a better reading because the client is paying attention more because when the client's on the phone their sense of sight is not being used you know they might be staring at something in their home or looking at their animal or their whatever whereas when they're in a session in person they're looking at me 
and you don't need to look at me. My eyes are closed. They're crossed, you know, <laughs> pardon me. So that's why I think it's better in person because when I work, I close my eyes and I don't look at you. And so if the client has that sense of sight turned off, their sense of, or sense of hearing is turned on more. So they actually observe more, uh, absorb more of the reading and they're actually paying attention more. That's what I find. Well, not that they're paying attention more. In the reading, a lot of things just go right over your head because everything comes out real fast, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, I'm rambling now, Jamie. <laughs> it's always different than what you expect. Like, yes. those of us that have had lots of readings, we know to just kind of show up in the reading and try to not have any expectations, but we're human and we still have those things. Um, and so that's the information that's coming very often times. It's just... It's not, when you, when you step outside of it and then you can look back at the situation or you're hearing the things that were spoken to you later and you're like, yeah, I mean, that totally makes sense. Of course that would come up and all those things, but because that wasn't part of your expectation, a lot of times at first, um, it can just, it can just be, it could totally throw you off and be like, okay, I, I don't understand what that is. And then as soon as you get out of the reading, you're like, of course I understand exactly what that is. Right. Um, what are some, do you have some like general messages that you get from spirit like all the time for people? Um, I have to say that the thing that I've learned the most in my work is dynamics between men and women in their relationships. Um, that is what I have learned the most, um, about people in general Men and women are two different creatures. We are two different beings. And um, patience is the number one thing that women have to learn, is patience. The number one thing men have to learn is how to read our minds, okay? <laughs> That's what all women expect, is that men know how to read minds. And I don't think they are even trying that. And women, we have that weird expectation, but... That's, that's the truth because all women, men and women are on a different timeline. So women have to play the patience game with men um, because they, they operate on a, they're more secure in their timeline. I don't know how else to say it. But men need to start using their intuition with women mm -hmm. because women, all women do this. And I've learned this in the work. All women play passive aggressive games with men and we all do be included jamie you want to claim that i'm just kidding um so you know we all do that all women do that we do subtle things for you to do something else and all those subtleties go right over men's heads men don't understand subtleties they understand direct so if there was one thing that i could pass along that i've learned from the work it would be women, just be a little more patient, no matter what it is. You know, if you're waiting for him to call, if you're waiting for him to text, if you're waiting for your water to boil, whatever, just be patient. Men, try to see what your lady's communicating to you. Because women, I think we talk in this telepathic manner to each other, because women, we're real in tune with that. But when women try to speak in that same telepathic manner with men, it goes right over their head. So men, just look at your lady or look at your man, whatever you got, and 
Put yourself in their shoes. That's the easiest way to empathize with someone is to put yourself in their shoes. And if you think that your lady's being passive aggressive about something, she is. Like if she's hinting about an engagement ring, that's not a hint. That's a subtlety that she wants you to catch on to. So men, work on your um, learning how to read women's subtleties because we're masters at it. And that's one thing I hear all the time is, oh, well, he didn't get that. Why didn't he get that? He didn't get that. And I'm like, because he's not you, you know? Mm. So that's probably the thing I've learned the most about life is the dynamics of relationships more so than, you know, anything that's going to come from the other side or the masters or anything like that. The most poignant and profound thing that I've learned is that men and women are different, like really different. And um, so I'm pleased to help people in their relationships because I can tell that, you know, if he didn't call you in two days, he's going to call you in four. And if you can just wait those two days, ladies, you'll feel good in your heart instead of freaking out because he doesn't like you. Um, that's kind of what I've learned. I know that's not like too spiritual or whatever, but it's, it's real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People want to know about their relationships, I guess. They do. They want to know about relationships and money, right? How to make more money. Am I doing the right thing? Is this the right person for me? Those types of things. Yeah. And we all go through that. You and I know we've been to a million psychics, you know? all through life people who are open they seek guidance right. whether it's from a tarot card from a divination rod from a psychic or you know we all need guidance from your parents from your girlfriend whatever and i just provide a different guidance because i have a gift of sight right yeah for me, I like to go to mediums when there is somebody that is past and on and in spirit or on the other side of however it is that we say it. For me, I have really wanted just to have that connection, to feel them. Usually I'm going because I want to ask if there's something that they want to communicate. Um, and that has just been a really healing experience for me to be able. And so I've, I've sent... I send people, I've sent people to you. That's, you know, at first when that happened to you, um, that's, that tends to be too when I send people to mediums, uh, so that they can have that experience because there's so much, there's oftentimes so much, well, there's sadness, but there's not closure. And, um, then the idea that someone is gone when you go and you have a mediumship reading, you experience that they're not gone. And that's just such a huge shift in perspective and then how everything feels. Right. Because once you have that validation, it makes you question your faith and it brings you to your belief, whether you want it or not, you know? Right. So, so what about your journey? Something that I like to share with women uh, by interviewing all these different women on the show is just about, is about your journey. How did you go from doing, you know, <laughs> called slave work before to just working with spirit? You're working with spirit full time. You have your own business. What was that transition like for you? It was about a year being pretty broke. 
um, and believing in myself. And it was really hard for me when I realized I was a medium and I was psychic. It was It was, I felt a little shy, I'm kind of shy. And so I felt a little shy about like putting it out to the world. And my dear brother, Eddie, who has passed away, I remember I asked him, you know, what should I do? This is really weird. I don't, you know, I don't know how to like announce this thing. And he said, you got to own it. And uh, so I owned it and I just put it out there. And, you know, I don't talk about my work to people. I don't, when I meet people, a lot of times I don't tell them what I do. I keep it really private. And also just so everyone knows, telling you psychic information is something I would never, ever do. I don't go up to people and tell them stuff unsolicited. I don't do that at all. So, um, I'm sorry. Um, well, there's, there's two parts of that. One, it's, it's, I mean, it's rude. People do that and it's, it's not, you don't have permission from, from the person that you're reading or that sharing their information out loud. I have friends that will react like very strongly in a negative way to anyone who does anything like that towards them. Um, but then also it's your work. People, I know people always right. want you to do it. Like, just tell me, you know, what's around me so that you can just be uh, doing this type of energetic work for free. And that's also not the way that it goes. Well, it's, it's not so much about, you know, giving it away for free. I think a lot of times I'm giving people things that they need and they don't even know I'm a psychic. You know, I can tell what they need and I just have a way with words and I know how to give advice and stuff. So they just don't even know that that's coming from spirit. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were telling us about your journey. Oh yes. I'm sorry. I don't know why I interrupted you. It's all good. Um, so you're talking about being broke and then, um, oh, yeah. having to own I, it. I stopped there because I was like, did I really tell people I was broke? Well, I think that's really important um, here. It's like, there is there is a period of struggle. It's a totally creation yeah. of your life and the way that you make money. And um, it's part of it. It just, it is, it is part of it. It's almost part of the test. It's part of like walking through the fire. Just is. It's, you know, it is not easy being a metaphysical woman when people don't assume that from you, you know? So that's why I kind of keep it to myself and then you know I will meet people that are interested in my work and I'll say oh you should come you're gonna love it but I don't I don't give little examples and I, I just I don't do that and I think the main reason I don't do that is it's rude to spirit because when you connect with spirit you make a solid connection they confirm who they are they're gonna tell you some stories about themselves they're going to talk about you. They're going to confirm that they're still with you. And they're going to confirm that they know what's going on in your life right now since they have passed. Um, so that's not something simple. That's pretty intense. So I would never do that. Plus, when I'm out in the world, I keep my psychic gift off. My intuition is on all the time because our intuition is a sense, just like our eyes, our ears, our, you know, our taste. Intuition is a sense. So that is on all the time. 
psychic work is going to a different place and looking at clairvoyance isn't something I'm going to go up and do to somebody, you know? <laughs> Hold on, let me cross my eyes and give you a message. You know, like, <laughs> I don't do that. So um, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about my work, and I'm not quite sure what people think, but if they think that I'm going to tell them anything, that's ridiculous. I, and it's not because I'm like, oh, I've got all this information. It's because that would be rude to go up to someone and say something like that. I, so that's why I just kind of keep it my thing and I always tell people if you'd like to come have a session you should because you're gonna love it yeah so yeah so it wasn't easy starting off and I have to say that most of my work is through referrals mm -hmm. um I have a very passive attitude towards my business because I'm just not a business person I try I'm just not very good at it um but I am good at my work. And so that's what keeps me satisfied and keep going. And um, I'm so grateful for opportunities like this. Mm. So I can talk about my work because I really don't talk about it that much. I talk to about it with my clients. Um, and, you know, that's kind of it. So it's nice to be able to share because it is a really, um, it's a useful, it's a useful gift that I have. I'm not here to impress anyone with my psychicness. Like, I think a lot of times when you have a psychic reading, that's what people want to see and is that you're really psychic, you know, and they'll call and say, if you're psychic, what's your name? You know, stupid stuff like that. Or what's my name? And um, it's not what the work is about. The work's serious in nature. And I'm here to provide assistance. And I love it. And, you know, when I'm not feeling well, when I feel down emotionally, mentally, working is the best thing I can do for myself because I go to that place of unconditional love mm. and I get so filled up when I work. And uh, that's one of the benefits on my end is that my work provides for me a lot. It fills me up a lot just because I open up to the other place. You know, so it's pretty cool. That's beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. And, and that I believe that that is how those things work. The work that we do for others and to heal others actually has like a, it's self-healing. Um, yes. And so it's also just encouragement for those of you that are out there and listening and you, you know, you have some sort of work like this or something similar. Um, in just helping people, helping guide other people, sharing with people the information that you have, there is something that happens after you choose to dedicate yourself to that work. There is a self-healing that happens. That actually happens to me with music also. I was reading something during my yoga training a few years ago that was talking about, um, you know, that there's different there's different keys or there's different notes for the different chakras. That's why they have those chakra bowls that like have mm. different sounds and they, there's different healing that happens inside the different sounds. And I started looking at the keys that all my, most of my music was written in and it was specifically healing to 
whatever physical ailments that I had or whatever emotional ailments that I had. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing that I would be just naturally like writing. And it's like, of course, of course you would though. So I just, I really encourage people to listen. You know, we're all, we're all right now in this age, this energy that is around, like people's intuition is heightened and people are so much more aware and people are getting messages so much clearer for their own selves from spirit and from their personal guidance. And so I just like really encourage people to brave that and brave that path and listen to it. And it's like, yeah, there's a, there's a part, there's a struggle, but if you commit to it and you listen to it and you do that work, there's going to be healing in it for you. Definitely. And it's really just making the connection, you know, going to that place because there's so much love there. And then when you open yourself up, you just receive it. It's like, you don't even have to ask for it. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing sneezes aren't contagious. No. Yes. Well, especially this way. (laughs) we're in separate places um so thank you so much for everything that you shared please tell us how to find you um i am online at barbarastandish.com is my website um that has all my information services testimonials all that kind of stuff um i also have an instagram called the slash cosmic slash office um that is my main thing that i use to advertise and i think that's it you can call me you can email me you can text me you can shout it off off the mountaintop and if i hear i'll get back to you Um, that's awesome and I'll put all of your information in the show notes and I'll also add it to the video that's going live on Facebook and also these recordings of the interviews also go on to my YouTube page the Silver Lake Priestess YouTube channel and I'll put all that other information there but Barb thank you thank you so much for the work that you do you've been oh thank you welcome I've had some readings with Barb that were very important to me especially when I had um friend of mine past this past year and you've helped so many people I've sent so many people to you that have had healing experiences and I'm just I love you and I'm happy to share you with everyone so you guys go get readings from Barb Um, thank you Jamie I love you too thank you so much for this opportunity of just talking you're so welcome it's amazing work that you do and we want to hear about it so thank you yes you're so welcome so um can can i say one thing to the listeners please that i get asked a lot i get asked a lot how to connect yourself to your loved ones Mm. and so what i would like to say to everyone is spirit engagement is a two-way street If you want to engage with spirit and receive the signs that they are giving, you need to communicate with them however you want. Whether you communicate in your mind, through your voice, through your music, that communication creates a reciprocal relationship. And that's when the power of spirituality is really there. So if you wanna feel your loved ones in spirit, Find your faith. Your faith is going to lead you to the place where they are. I don't know how else to say it. 
So don't wait for spirit to come talk to you. Talk to them first and then wait for their sign. And their sign is going to be very subtle, kind of like women. (laughs) Um, Signs are very subtle and they're not, you know, a lot of people think they're going to be real detailed. No, usually signs are confirmations that you're on the right path or that that spirit heard you and they're just giving you a hello back. So engaging with spirit on a regular daily basis is how you're going to open up that channel for them to communicate back. So that's just what I want to share. It's not, yes, I have the gift of perception. I am able to perceive what spirit gives me and I'm able to give that to you. Um, And that's not something that I think everyone can do because it's, it's hard. It takes a lot of focus, but everyone can talk to spirit. You know, when I'm in a reading and someone says, Oh, will you tell them this? And I'm like, you just did, (laughs) you know? So just know that if you have that belief, then you're going to see it. Believe and receive. That's the realest thing about life and faith is that in order to receive it, you got to believe it. And if you have kind of a half-assed faith, you're not quite sure what you believe, that magic isn't going to come your way. It's when you get in tune with yourself and you know who you are that the spirituality of the world shows itself to you. Thank you. Pleasure. so much. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Blessed be.